Welcome to the Christmas movie adjacent episode of Real Chronicles, brought to you by <laughs> RealTalking.com. I'm your host David. I'm joined with today Leo, Yo Yo, Ryan. What's happening? And because a female-led horror movie came out this weekend, someone decided to come out from her cave and join us today. Oh my that's god! That's not true. Oh my god! She's back. <laughs> I didn't even watch it, and no, that's so, not true. <laughs> It's so bad. I'll have a little bit to say a little later. You but can uh, have fun with that. But yes, <laughs> I am back, people. But yeah, we're back here this week to talk news and our top 10 Christmas movies of Jace. Now, what does it Jace and mean? Yeah, I was going to ask you, did you, you have to look that up? This is the last episode, right? For 2019. This is the last episode. January, Ooh. we'll be back with our top 10 of January the year. January 1st, come back. We'll be back with our top 10 of the year, our top 25 of the decade are most anticipated of the year and what movies you want to see in the 2020s. So look out for that in January. But for this week, we're going to look at Christmas adjacent and what is Christmas adjacent <laughs> yeah, means? Yeah, what is that? Adjacent means movies that take place during Christmas but are not actually about Christmas. Dun, dun, dun. So Die Hard will finally get the respect it deserves. It's <laughs> an actual Christmas movie. Sure, Leo. <laughs> well, I never actually realized that until I started dating David because he was like, yeah, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I was like, what? What are it you is? talking about? And then eh. I think we went to go Ryan. see IFC Theater in New York. Yeah. 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 And so like, I was like... Mm. Yeah, they play it in the, in the IFC Theater they in the do, city. They play it during like Christmas season. Yeah, because it's a Christmas movie. Some movies could be Christmas movies and not be about Christmas. <laughs> Fair. Fair. So before that, we have a little bit of news to get into. The first one is something that I'm happy about Shazam is getting a sequel in April 2022. Yeah. You still haven't seen I it. I haven't seen it. No. God damn it. Leo. <laughs> you Shazam? I have not seen Shazam. Let's put it. At, God I, damn it. Pal. In order of, of I, movies that I want to see or that I should see. Don't install Shazam. It's going to be Dark Phoenix. Number one. <laughs> I guess, what? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Because it's, it's still allegiance for Marvel over DC. So even if it's terrible, Dark Phoenix. But how about quality? One, <laughs> no, no, no. Because no, you know what, I have I have no emotional attachment to this character whatsoever. I don't Neither know anything about I. Shazam. I don't want to watch Shazam, but it's, I'll watch it. It's one of the best comic book movies of the year. Well, I think a yes. lot of people don't know about Shazam. I didn't really know yeah. anything yeah. about Shazam. I knew he was Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. I was excited because exactly Zachary Levy, Levy, yeah. and uh, I've loved which, him since Chuck, Mrs. Maisel. So and Maisel, yes, Maisel. Mrs. Uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is out now, season Woo. three, and it just got renewed for season four. Um, everyone watch it. Season three is really strong, yeah. um, and she gets to travel, and it's it's a lot it's a lot of fun. And you'll nice. see um, some new cameos by people, Sterling K. Brown, etc. So watch it. So yeah. what else is on your list? It. It's just honestly, it's Dark Phoenix, probably Aquaman after that. Okay, and then Shazam. I would do Shazam before Aquaman. Yeah. I, I what do you think, I, Rye? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I think Shazam is much I mean, putting Dark Fiends first, then it really doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Fair, fair, fair. That is true. Well well played, well played. Your list just automatically disqualified. Okay. (laughs) All right, so I'm excited. Should be... 
They already said. Yeah, by the way, the nerve of the stores to pay, to charge full price for Dark Phoenix. How dare you people? Yeah, even like, I was like, in the store the other day. I'm like twenty something dollars for 4K. No, that should be fifteen dollars for 4K. So you're funny. Five dollar bin for Blu-ray. It's funny you mentioned that, right? Because on Black Friday, I have all of them, and I was looking at Dark Phoenix, but it was nine ninety nine on 4K, and I put it down. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's too I much. Just too, I just couldn't do it. Mind <laughs> you, I didn't hate Dark Phoenix. It's not the worst Terrible. of a bunch. But it it just has a lot of issues. But uh, moving on, two two trailers dropped this week. Okay, uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Yes, and Ghostbusters. Yes. So Wonder Woman eighty four looks good. Looks good. Yes, I love the eighties feel. Um, do love the eighties feel. Thing. I love the eighties song. I still don't know how a certain someone comes back. Don't know either. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's him. Cause comics. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you think that's him. You think that's him? Mm. I don't think that's him. No. No. John Jones? No. John Jones? Who's John Jones? Go ahead, Rye. Martian Manhunter. She doesn't know who Martian Manhunter is. Comic book-y. It's too comic booky. It's too comic booky. You're too comic booky for. She knows the basics. Me and every other listener on this podcast. He's DC Comics's alien version of Superman. Oh, he's on Supergirl. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, so you think that's him? Like, it would cross into it? Oh. Could be interesting. She looks great. Um. By the Love way, the do you suit. guys do you guys like colors? Because we actually yeah. have a color palette on Wonder Woman's suit now. I know it's weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of hurting my eyes a little. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like the, the effort to unsnyder everything. Hashtag release the Snyder cut, <laughs> right, guys? <laughs> colors. Well, Patty Jenkins is back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she's right. great, and she is also wants to set up a uh, spinoff with the with the. Uh, oh my God! I'm drawing the a cheetah. Blank. No, not Cheetah, oh. with uh, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's, uh, where she's from. Oh, Thermoscara. Oh, Thermoscara. Yeah. So she wants to do a standoff, standalone series with the woman. Oh, that Themyscira. could actually work. That could, I was yeah, about to say, good. that could work. It would remind me of... Uh, they badass. Like Troy. Yes. Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. As, long, as long as you didn't finish that sentence by saying Gotham or Krypton, <laughs> you were you were guaranteed to do okay. So looking forward to that. It comes out on my birthday, actually. It oh, nice. does. Uh, That's what we're doing for David's birthday. He's going to go see Wonder Woman. Not my choice. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to watch Wonder Woman, and you're going to like it. <laughs> and, I mean, it's not like he's going to be suffering. Did you guys see the posters of Cheetah, how she looks? No. no I, so oh. I'm, I'm trying to give myself like an embargo on, on okay. Wonder Woman. Well, but so I'm then I will, I will, about I will, the room, like the no, fan no, art po- the poster, poster that was fake? No, the posters that released when the po- when the trailer oh, came okay. out. Okay. Um, I, I, it doesn't look as bad as I did see it. It doesn't look as bad as I expected it no. to be. So, And I love that they're keeping her away right now. We see like a little bit of her. Yeah. I don't want, I don't really want to see too much until later on. Speaking of not seeing mm-hmm. too much early on, yeah. Ghostbusters So remember I told you guys off the line, I was like, I liked it a lot. I didn't love it. Um, as su- and I rewatched it like five oh, yeah. times since then just to like see if maybe I feel a little Catch different. Catch Easter eggs and stuff too. So um, what can I say? Ghostbusters is like in my top five. So I'm like hype, super hype for this. So right when she was like, what is that? It's when I started getting like the chills and you hear the score playing in mm-hmm. the background. That's when I'm I'm all in. You buy I am it, yeah. all in. And then you hear Venkman in the background from the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then um what got me the most and it's every even the first time I watch it, the chills that I got was when you first hear the the siren, the Ecto One siren. Ecto-1. Yeah, I mm-hmm. was all in. Because it was like audio and like a black screen, so you don't know what's good, but you know yep. that sound. You do not mistake that sound. I did like 
it's a smart move by Reitman to make this very Stranger Thing ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys caught the same thing. Oh yeah. Outside of yeah, Finn being it. in Stranger Things, mm-hmm. I think it is is a very good way to take this film. Uh, did we all? I think Leo, you're the first one that said it, or Ryan, that Spengler's granddaughter. You guys oh. kind of called that from the beginning. Absolutely, yeah. I said yeah. that. Was it you? I said that in our living room. Well, I think so. I think they <laughs> I said, said it before. Well, I feel like a, I a lot of us. I texted you at work, and I was no, like, no. They Did said you it like they said it weeks ago. Oh, fine. When they first saw the picture, one of them was like, "Oh yeah, yeah the way she I think looks." It was Leo. Oh, because she looks nerdy. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, she had no. Little, and little her glasses are the exact glasses uh, that Spangler wears. All right, fine. So I'm looking forward to it. I have a feeling that the villain may the that's a dog, right? On the Ecto one, yes. So we're gonna get Gozer again, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. So it's funny after after the trailer. So I loved the trailer in for the fact that I recognize it wasn't meant for me, right? Like I'm gonna watch this movie no matter what. That's, there's no way I'm not gonna watch the movie. I watched the 2016 version of Ghostbusters. What do you think of that, by the way? I thought it was good. I thought it was enjoyable. It wasn't like I wanted. I wanted more. <laughs> yeah. But it was enjoyable. I felt like it was one of those like cash cow gimmicks for the studio to just force feed the. No offense, but the feminist this feels agenda. this feels less cash grab, even though yeah, it may be because here's my biggest issue with the other one. I liked it when I first saw. It. I rewatched it earlier this year, and it second viewing of that movie is not mm. great. Um, if well, I think the star for me there is Kate McKinnon. Yes, McKinnon. hands down, nah, Chris yes. Hemsworth. I uh, now. Chris Hemsworth is I, hilarious. Actually, I, I agree with Jenny McK- McKinnon did it for me. I thought that I was surprised by Hemsworth's humor. And yeah, like that's actually when we first saw that he was really yeah. funny because it's before Ragnarok. So, uh, no. So my big issue with it is if you're going to bring the original cast back related to the original movies, I don't understand what the point of making it its own standalone movie was yeah. if you're going to bring everyone back. I didn't like that. And it plays even worse on repeat view. The repeat? Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, with the trailer that was just dropped, what I loved about it was that it was enough a little like, it, it, it felt like the trailer was doing exactly what was happening in the trailer. It was alluding to a past before us that most of us know but some of us don't really speak about and like if you want to know more, you have to investigate. So for anyone that's like 20 and younger, and they see that trailer. They're gonna have to watch. They're gonna have to go back and do some research as to like why are all these old people freaking out about this trailer? Like, oh wait, there's these two awesome movies before this. And it's funny because I and shame on the parents that they don't know Ghostbusters by the time they're twenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was wondering. I'm like, all right, are we gonna forget about uh, Ghostbusters two? But it's a it's a sequel to both. It is, yeah. How the hell they're gonna explain how Ecto two doesn't exist? Because in part two they got the Ecto two with the two. Uh, with the new logo on it. So I like that Ecto-1 was just like abandoned. Rem- reminds me of Force Awakens with the Millennium Falcon oh, where nice it's, just, oh, it's just hanging out there. So Definitely I'm not. looking forward to it. Give me one more trailer to just let me know Bill Murray's in it. That's all I care about. Because <laughs> I always knew everyone was going to be in it. But Bill Murray was the one that worried me the most. Let me ask you a question, though. Like when you watched um, Zombieland for the first time, mm-hmm. right? Did you know Bill Murray was going to be in that? No. Then you, when, you, when you saw him, wasn't it like, wow, this is so cool? I agree, but this is Ghostbusters. I know. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I, I need confirmation of I this. I just think in a day and age where everything is spoiled through spoilers and yeah. through like, it'd be amazing to go into this movie expecting him to not be in it and he actually be in it. Well, 2019 has been done a very good job with not spoiling stuff. True. Avengers Endgame, we walked in and we were good. I think we're going to make it to Star Wars, okay? 
No, knock on wood. Knock on wood. <laughs> Although they did have a little mini trailer that I walked into this week by mistake. And they show Kylo Ren go meeting Palpatine. Ooh. But Ooh. that's all you see. You, it's not really a spoiler. But I think after Avengers Endgame, we all know that people are filming scenes that are never even in the movie, too. So yeah. it could be a huge, like, just red so, herring. two great trailers this week, and we'll see what happens with that. Next bit of news is Matrix and John Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 are releasing on the same day. Keanu Reeves Day. <laughs> They're both Warner Brothers. Keanu I feel Reeves like this, Day. <laughs> I feel like this is a very... It's fun to talk about, but financially, it doesn't it really doesn't make, make any sense. sense. I feel like this is one of those things where, like, I know Warner Brothers has had some good hits recently. Yeah. But like, you're still not Disney. Yeah. Relax. It's both the same studio, right? <laughs> it's Warner Brothers, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they probably figure they're going to make their money anyway because people are going to go see. They're, they're going to eat their money. <laughs> That's weird. They're literally eating the other movie's money. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. I feel yeah. like they, I don't know. I feel like because Matrix 4, it's this nostalgia. So you have all of these Matrix fans. The anniversary just happened not that long ago. I feel like they're, they're trying to rely on that like nostalgia market for that. And then obviously John Wick is so good that like even, so the first, the second, the third have been consistent. It's exactly what it is. It's the formula that keeps hitting no matter what. Yeah. And you go and you know exactly what to expect. So they probably figure... And and if they both, I mean, obviously one of them is going to be number one over the other. But if they're both one and two, they is will that be really bad. Yeah, unless Disney drops something in that same day, which, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which like, would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> like that's when we get Fantastic Four. Hey, imagine that's like the announcement of it. It's like a short film, and it still beats out both. Um, which one takes one? Which one does take the first uh, place? John Wick. Who you think John, John Wick will yeah. be? John Wick. Wait, the the. Matrix left a very bad taste in my mouth and a lot of people's mouths. <laughs> hmm. The third one did or the, the third, second one? The third one. The second one's fine. I like the second one a lot. Decent. Is the third one super... Is it that one that's like you told me was like super religious? So the second yeah. one starts the religious that's conversations. Off, but, yeah. but the third one... The third one has a good final act, but the, the rest of it is not that also good. Also female directed, right? Yes. Well, yes. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess depending on when you <laughs> ask that question. Yeah. yeah. Well, not well. Yeah, yeah, All no, right. they're ready. Yeah. Um. So, I guess I don't like the move. It's like releasing Joker two, if God forbid that ever happens, and the Batman on the same day. Yeah. That's like stupid. Hey, look, man, it's Keanu Reeves Day. Just yeah. Enjoy so Keanu we'll Reeves Day. I say, wake up, watch Bill and Ted, and then go to the movies and pick whichever one you want to watch. Now imagine, oh, Disney's movie, Toy Story five, with <laughs> with a Duke Kaboom. <gasps> sequel i don't want another and then always be my baby part two on keanu reeves <laughs> i hope we okay. don't get another one i'm done with toy story yeah Not we're in a good. bad way but just we're done all right so moving on we have the golden globe nominations and the sag nominations and i'm very sad that bobby de niro may not be an academy award nominee this year but we talked about this. I told you. I'm like, you know what? In all honesty, like thinking about it in the movie. Oh, you're going to upset Al Leo. and Joe were really yes. the standouts in this. Like Bobby kind of did the same thing he always does. There wasn't Thank anything you. super extraordinary. Disagree. I missed in you this so much, Jenny. I missed film. you See? so much. <laughs> I have no idea how much I missed you. Thank you for coming back. I can call <laughs> David on his shit. Like, <laughs> no, but it's true, though. Like when you really like you're watching it. I saw it on the big screen. I actually haven't rewatched it on Netflix yet. And you're not going to. But no, it's not that I'm not going to, but just right now for lack of not having enough time. But, you know, I I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know what, Joe, I actually think my favorite performance out of the whole movie was Joe Pesci. 
Yes. I feel like he he played it so well. I felt I actually felt more sad that he died towards the end. Spoiler alert, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> that he died towards the end of the movie. Like, yeah. I felt really bad. Like, you really see that aging and you just see the toll. And, like, I felt more, I felt worse mm-hmm. than I did for Bobby at the end of the movie. Like, I was like, okay, whatever. I, like, it didn't phase me in the same way. And I didn't feel super sad for Al Pacino dying, but because, <sighs> but he was God. very, while he was very Al Pacino in the movie. Oh, my God. He did stand out. Like, yeah. he did really well in this movie. So I feel like Bobby was just but even what he, he was supposed to be. He was yeah. supposed to be. I feel like even more so, he's supporting them. And even with, like, the Bobby performance, when you compare it to, like, the other things you've seen this season, like Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, Leo's performance in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I mean, dude, he's he, yeah, it's a good performance, but I don't know if I'll put it as, like, top dog. So if he, gets, win. if he gets snubbed... It's not that big a deal. Oh, like Bobby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so let's get into it real quick. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll run through the globes. I'm going to skip TV, go straight to film. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role. We mentioned Pacino and Pesci both got in. Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins, and Tom Hanks. Any complaints there? Nope. No. The only one you haven't... You haven't seen Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, right? I haven't seen Neighborhood. I and haven't two seen Popes. Two Popes. Okay, so I haven't seen Two Popes, uh, but I hear Anthony Hopkins is fantastic, so I'm okay there. Best support, best performance by an actress in a supporting role, Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell. I'm watching that today. I heard she's really great in it. Annette Benning for The Report. I saw The Report. I think I'm the only one here that saw it. She's very good. I won't say she's very good, but the character that she plays is very subdued. Okay. So I get the performance there. Uh, Laura Dern. We've already talked about how we feel about that. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Jenny and I saw Bombshell. I think, I don't know if Jenny hasn't really been on lately. So I think Aww. I said she's in, I think I mentioned she's in agreement with me that she's good, but it's not awards worthy. J-Lo. What, Bombshell? J-Lo. Oh, J-Lo. Yeah. So for Hustlers, we watched it the other day. So I thought the movie was good, but I didn't see anything. And like, yeah, okay. Jennifer Lopez is good. And I love all her movies. The good, the bad, the ugly. Although she's never ugly, but don't, whatever. Don't bring a really good movie and into so, a J-Lo movie conversation. The and good, so the bad, I just and the feel ugly. Like, like, yeah, she did command the screen, and she was very much like that older mentor role, especially for Constance Wu's character and all of this. But I just didn't feel like... I thought there was... I guess because I had seen all this hype leading up to before Same I actually here. watched it, I just felt a little let down by it. Yeah. I didn't think that it was like something yeah i just didn't fun fact it didn't hit me in the same way movie's not that good Uh, either it's okay i think it's fine fine yeah yeah aggressively mediocre wow there you go i don't i wouldn't say it's mediocre i think it it says something for them like the women are taking control of their own Hmm. um and they're really i mean i don't agree that they i was about to say and towards the middle of the movie when they really do start they start literally drugging men that i don't agree with i definitely get agree with getting paid i definitely agreed with getting paid and but not like the drugging um (laughs) but day day rape is when it just gets a little too you know because i mean you think about it they're putting their bodies out there i mean in general strippers need more rights david's telling me to cut this rant so but it's true like you know strippers sex workers they need more there needs to be more laws to protect them and make sure that they're getting their due Mm -hmm. i mean imagine you had to like go and like do that and for a lot of women this is this is what they can do and it's you shouldn't you know you need to pay them 
achy, equally. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Anyway. All righty. So that's my rant. Yeah, another so, day. Another <laughs> so moving on. Uh, Margot got in for Bombshell. Nice. Not Hollywood. I think she's gonna get in for Bombshell, not Hollywood. In the, in the end. All right. Uh, original song. This is where I told I texted Lee off the line, Ryan. I'm like, I think we're gonna get a Cats nomination here somehow. Oh, boss. Yeah, because uh, Beautiful Ghost. That's the Taylor Swift song from Cats got nominated. I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man into the unknown spirit from a Lion King. And Which I'm surprised because I thought Shallow Aladdin I was way better speechless, than Speechless, not speechless, Shallow. Speechless, I thought that was better. I, it's much better. And another thing, I don't remember this being in the movie, so it's, I don't know how it qualifies. Because it's terrible. It's, I think it's. I think there's a rule for Oscar that the movie has to be in the movie. The, movie, the song is in the not movie. Not a post-credit. No, the song is in the Spirit movie. Spirit is in the movie? Unfortunately, it's, oh, when, it's, it's, it's when Nala's running back uh, through the... Through the uh, through the desert. That's uh, unfortunate. It's unfortunate. And then stand up from Harriet. I haven't seen Harriet, so I gotta I gotta check that out. Uh, best original score: Alexander Desplat, Little Women. Okay. Hildor Guananidor from. By the way, I never pronounce her name right, so <laughs> my apologies. Uh, Joker. Uh, Randy Newman for Marriage Story, which is we saw Marriage Story. There's I don't think the score. score I don't think the story. Score, yeah, I didn't think <laughs> okay. the score was that great. Thomas Newman. We just saw 1917, which is incredible. Yes. And I will get into that in a little bit later. Daniel Pemberton was just a surprise nomination of the night for Motherless Brooklyn. Uh, best animated film. Froze pretty much the the four we expected. Frozen 2, How to Train Your Dragon, Missing Link, Toy Story 4, and The Fucking Lion King. <laughs> That's interesting. That's It's just... It's the grossest nomination of the season and the Oscar nominations I've ever announced yet. It's gross. Gross at that movie. One, it's not that good. And two... We're not going to go into that yeah, all over again. Yeah. All right. Uh, fast forward language film, Farewell, Les Mis, Pain and Glory, Parasite, Portrait of a Lady of a Fire. Parasite. You can just uh, cancel that and just get that award ready. Best screenplay, Noam Baumbach for Marriage Story, Parasite. Uh... Bong Joon-ho, Anthony McCorn for The Two Popes, Quinn Tarantino for Hollywood, and Steve Zalian for The Irishman. Best Motion Picture Director. This was actually the funnest nomination. Bong Joon-ho, Parasite. Sam Mendes, 1917. Martin Scorsese, The Irishman. Quinn Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Todd Phillips for Joker. Nice. Oh, nice. It is amazing that, that, that he got in and there was a lot of hate for it a lot of hate a lot for of backlash it. a lot of backlash because they're like oh the joker haters came out and they're like oh well you know he shouldn't be nominated for something like that why uh, oh you know the people <laughs> give me a good reason why that's all i ask <laughs> I, you're you're asking the wrong person because i adore joker i know i know i'm playing it out there to anyone who doesn't like joker give me a good reason why that does not deserve all the fucking awards the only thing <laughs> the only thing i can say is i'll probably say oh you're just copying taxi driver and king of comedy and scorsese from eat the shit <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very eluquent a very eloquent retort yeah but well, i think well done, right? like in terms of analytics this helps joaquin more than anything Nice. Uh, the more awards Joker gets nominated yeah. for, especially awards you didn't expect it to get nominated for, the more it helps Joaquin's cause to actually win. Because the credibility and, of the movie is a little bit better. Is that why? Or yes, and when you when it it just shows love from the from the voting committee. Got it. Got it. So from the HFP, the Hollywood Foreign Press, you can Joker's momentum started overseas in Venice. 
So I oh, think oh with the with the indie with the indie with festival yeah with, indie with, festival. With, 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 with the film festival yeah so that's where it won the Golden Lion gotcha. and I think that's where everything began for mm-hmm. it. So we'll see if it continues. Um, what helps Joaquin too is that Bombback was not nominated for director. That's who Phillips replaced. Got it. So that's where you know the Marriage Story lovers, which whatever, to each his own, um, are like, oh, Bombback directed a movie better than Phillips and whatever. We'll okay. agree to disagree. So that's where that is. Best action, best actor in a mo- motion picture, musical, or comedy. Daniel Craig knives out. Love that. Love that. Roman yep. Griffin Davis. I actually predicted that last week. I'm surprised it actually happened <laughs> from Jojo Rabbit. Leo for Once, Once. Upon a Time in Hollywood. Taron Egerton for Rocketman and Eddie Murphy for Dolomite. This should just go. Congrats, down. Leo. Thank no, you, thank I, you. it's I, it's not as easy as I as you guys think. I think it's Leo or Taron Egerton. I think it's Leo. Hopefully, it's Leo. I think it's. I'm. I, gonna, I should right. really hopefully it's Daniel Craig. I'm predicting Leo because Hollywood's gonna win picture, a comedy or musical. So I think that's where we are there. Best performance by an actress in in a musical or comedy. Aquafina, The Farewell, which. You saw the farewell. Yeah, you think she deserves it? Oh my gosh! Yeah, Such, she's great. Yeah. Uh, Anna de Armas for *Knives Out*. She's my favorite part of the movie, so oh, I'm yeah. all in on that. Beanie Feldstein from *Booksmart*. Do you know okay. who that is, by the way? No, she is Jonah Hill's sister. <laughs> and not to take anything away from her, she's actually really great in That's *Booksmart*. Cool. She's That's really, really good. cool. Emma Thompson in *Late Night*. I haven't seen *Late Night*, but I guess they were really low on comedy or musical performances this year. <laughs> uh, and oh then, yeah, *Late Night* was not good. And it's then, on Amazon Prime for anyone that wants to watch it. Kate Blanchett for Where'd You Go, Bernadette. That was... <laughs> yeah, Jenny. Jenny Jenny hates <laughs> the fact <laughs> that they tell you what happens to her in the trailer, and they don't do... Read the book, and, never uh, see the movie. And they don't do, <laughs> in the book, they don't tell you to like 100 pages to the end or something like that. The oh, book is gosh. fantastic. All right, so best performance by an actor in a drama. Uh, Christian Bale for Fever... Ford v. Ferrari. Nice. Antonio Banderas for Pain and Glory. Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Joaquin for Joker. And then Jonathan Price for Two Popes. Best Actors in a Drama. Cynthia Arrivo for Harriet. Scar Joe for Marriage Story. Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Ah. And Renee Judy. I think this may be our, our five. Nice. Uh, and then Best Motion Picture Comedy. Dolomite. Jojo Rabbit. Knives Out. Hollywood. And Rocketman. And then Best Picture Drama, 1917, The Irishman, Joker, Marriage Story, Two Popes. I set this off the line to a buddy of mine. Joker has a chance to win drama. Okay. That would be awesome. For actress, are you surprised Lupita Nyong'o has been replaced as a top fiver? Um, with the momentum she's been picking up lately, I'm surprised she didn't make this. Okay. But... I'm going to go into SAG now. Okay. And then they made up for it in SAG. So I'm going to, I'm pulling that up right now. And I'll t- while I'm look, pulling that up, um, we did see 1917, and it is the best war movie since Saving Private Ryan, and I may like it a little bit more right now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's incredible cinematography, guys. Like, it looks Best cinematography the decade. Incredible. Yeah. Um, like you, you'll catch yourself wondering, like, wait, how did they get this shot? Yep. So many times during the movie. Um, I, when I was telling David, because I know there's a few of our listeners that aren't fans of war movies, like the person sitting next to you, <laughs> like a person sitting <laughs> next to me. Um, no, but this doesn't feel like a war movie. It feels like an actual like, 
it's a movie. It's like it felt very like epic Odyssey, like we're going on a voyage thing in the backdrop of World War One. Yep. Um, crazy, awesome little like casting. Um, yes. Moments there where you see right. It's like a Marvel movie. It's a it's a Marvel movie. I'm in. <laughs> Any, anytime two or more MCU actors are in a movie, it's a Marvel. It's movie. a Marvel movie. So yeah. No, I want to see it. I just haven't had the time. It's, it's, everything it's going on. It's a sequel to Kingsman. Yes. And another Marvel movie. Yep. For, for no, I I, I I gotta I gotta be honest. When Dave uh, yeah when Dave and I watched it, we were both blown away. It's it's a definitely. A really well thought out film. Um, yeah, I, I I really dug it. Yep. And then I saw Uncut Gems yesterday. I wanted to get into that real quick. And um, I don't like Adam Sandler. <laughs> and this is by far the best performance of his career. I was blown away by him. The movie. I love sports, and I do a lot of DraftKings and gamble here and there. Not too crazy like the character in the movie, but if you like sports and you like gambling. <laughs> This is the movie for you. I feel like that's exactly the same, uh, like... Uh, I trying guess, to pitch it in the casuals. Pitch, it's, it's the same pitch that DraftKings came up with when they first were created. <laughs> if you like sports and you like gambling, this we is have for the you. thing for you. For the casuals, I mean, like, oh, you know, I'm going to walk in for a comedy. This is not, not <laughs> a comedy. So I, w- I will say that the one thing, when David Brown brought this up to me, and I'm not sure if any of our listeners agree, um, Adam Sandler is the reason I wouldn't see this movie. So but like Adam Sandler should be the reason you. But watch yeah, this movie. so like, but if you pitch this movie as like, hey, if you're into sports, into gambling, there's a really good movie about this kind of thing. I'm way more willing to watch it. But the minute you say Adam Sandler's in it, he's had such a poor stigma, track stigma, record. Yeah. So like, I am very intrigued to like your 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 feedback on. Yeah, him, I um, I know. I'm trying to preface this in the nicest way possible. I know that uh, I'm hard on Sandler. <laughs> And I didn't think it just upsets me more, actually, that he doesn't take roles like this more because gotcha. he's so good. So there's a good performance. It reminds me of Johnny Drama from Entourage. Wow. OK. It's like you do like 20 years of Viking Quest and you win a Golden Globe in Entourage the movie. There you go. So for, for, for real, guys, check it out. KG for non-sports fans. That's Kevin Garnett. Uh, he's actually really, really good in the movie, too. Dope. So check it out on Cut Gems in Theaters now. All right, so r- quick run through on the SAG. SAG nominations. Outstanding action performance by a stunt ensemble. So I don't know what stunts there were in Joker, but <laughs> I will take it. So I think this just shows. Well, him running. What's considered? Stop like, remember what he said? No, no, no I'm no, saying no. Todd Phillips did say in that thing yeah, that him see, running, no. him falling, those were the stunts. Getting hit by I a under- car. Getting I hit understand. By a car. I understand. <laughs> I get you. But John Wick isn't on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's way more stunt than John Wick. Yeah. He's not wrong. Yeah. Dang. So <laughs> I'm Aven- not gonna fight you there. <laughs> to, to, to run through the nominees, I have Avengers. Uh, our Avengers Endgame, Ford v Ferrari, the Ir- the Irishman was a surprising one too. Right. You gotta find out what the hell this category really means because I'm then, so confused. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is movie about stuntmen. So I actually hope this wins. No. Uh, outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture, which is the version of best picture for, for got SAG. It, got it. We have Bombshell, which was the surprising nomination of the of the day. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. What is missing here, Leo? For a SAG ensemble, 
where three of its actors are getting a nomination. Oh, gee. Hmm. Is it a movie that you're really, really a big fan of? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> this, was a bad, this was a bad loss for them. Interesting. I did. I was. That was one of my, like, when I did these predictions in my head, I'm like, well, Marriage Story is definitely getting in for Ensemble. Right. Three of its actors are getting nominated. You would expect. So, that was a surprising loss for them. I think their stock in, in terms of pictures dropping a little yeah, bit so now. it's funny like, the way jenny described her uh her kind of like a little like lukewarm response to watching hustlers yeah it's kind of like the marriage story same thing like it was hyped because you know those three performances were going to be really strong but the movie itself wasn't like a great like oh my god i need to watch this i posted film. an article yesterday on the on the real talk facebook page how how it's titled marriage how marriage story made me feel nothing i won't go that far i i didn't feel anything and I'm a, yeah. and like I'm we're all come from broken homes and I don't feel I see feel, I, I, I didn't feel I, shit. I, I broke down in that movie twice. I broke down in the very beginning. There's a scene between uh, where all Scarlett Johansson does is walk away. She doesn't have any lines. Just walks away. And at the very very end, whoever's seen the movie will understand the very last uh, like the note reading. Yeah. And like yeah, I think there's strong performances in there, but like yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I didn't feel anything. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm, I I'm, cold as, I'm cold as shit. I wouldn't my, say that I friends. didn't feel anything, but I think I thought it was going to be more depressing than it was. Yes, yes. I don't know if it's also because, like, I, I, I'm i an adult and I understand, like, with my own parents' divorce, like, I understand the reasoning behind it. Mm -hmm. And I think because, like, they got divorced when I was really little. Um, and then they decided to get back together for me, but they never remarried. And then when I was 13 was when they were like, well, we can't do this anymore. And so I think that was harder in the sense because like at 13, I already realized it as opposed to being three years old when yeah. they first divorced. And then it was just the fact that like going to someone's house, like, you know, and like the constant in between. And my father was always like very negative and just all of that. And then learning more about them as people like yeah. our parents are people like to them Spoiler. like when you're little <laughs> they're your parents and you go to them and like whatever but then you realize like they're people they're yeah. they're you know they have the good the bad they have their faults they have their strengths um and so when you realize all of that you you know i think it's easy to understand when you especially learn more about their relationship as you get older yeah. why it is that they that goes behind all of that. And so I felt like the really big scene for me in the movie was when they had that huge fight Living and they room? were just letting everything yeah. out. And then like, even when he like told her, like, I, I wish you would die. Like uh, he didn't, he doesn't mean that, but he's, that's how much anger was anger there. was yeah, there yeah. that they had never talked about. Yeah. Now so, go ahead, Ryan. I haven't seen the movie, but I'm curious since we're all like, I'm 29. You guys are in your 30s. Do you think this would resonate for someone younger yeah. that comes yeah. from? No one younger is gonna watch this. No. So you know what it is? It's like if you take out the whole divorce element to it, and you go into it just understanding it's about a really rough breakup, and then you do get some behind the scenes of like what a divorce really can entail. Like I think anyone okay. will appreciate this in some in some sense. Yeah. But you don't have to go into it saying. Oh, I'm gonna watch a movie about a divorce. Yeah, like you watch a movie about two people that used to love each other that have gotten to the point right now where they're like, it's war, and it's war that neither of them seems that they want to really go into, but they get forced it's into. Thanos versus the Avengers. <laughs> a lot of that was the lawyers, exactly. Right? And then yeah. I mean, yeah. I also understand the lawyers' point of view because, in the sense that, like, they 
they know what it is. Like if they want to make sure that they get custody or they get whatever, they know how they have to play the game for their client and they're there to be their advocate. Yeah. So, you know, that's why like when Adam driver changed lawyers, it was the only the smart thing to do because you need a shark. Alrighty. So moving on, uh, we have, um, Supporting actress, supporting actress, Laura Dern, Scar Joe for Jojo, which I liked. Interesting. Uh, Nicole Kidman for Bombshell, Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers, and Margot Robbie for Bombshell. Can one actor get nominated for two awards in the same category? Ha- no. So Scar Joe had to pick whether one. Well, she's not a lead, so it really wouldn't no, matter. No, for, for, uh, for, for support. Oh, wait. Yeah, so no, yeah. she got supporting And for she got she- lead. Yeah. She got both. Oh. But yeah. if, she, if she was supporting in she, Marriage Story. You could, but she. she be splitting uh, the boat. Split the votes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So best act, best supporting actor. We get the Irishman boys. We got Pesci and Pacino. I think Pacino's helped himself out this week because he missed a lot of the critic stuff. Mm. So he's he's picked himself back in the race. Brad Pitt, Tom Hanks, Jamie Foxx for Just Mercy. Okay. Sure. <laughs> uh, speaking of someone that fixed herself up after missing Globe, Nupita Nyong'o and lead it. actress. She's in here. Charlize Theron, Bombshell, Renee Zellweger, ScarJo, and Cynthia Erivo. I kind of hope this i meant i mentioned before i think the other one is our five i kind of hope this is our five because lupita is fantastic in us yeah, yeah best actor christian bale leo adam driver taron egerton joaquin wow. i like this five so much wow that's I a solid the, i five. really love this five yeah I, I hope this is our five but we'll see well i would move out damn it's tough you because that because i would put adam sandler over christian bale to be honest with you because i but you just saw yeah, it. So yeah, I, I just saw it, but I think Adam Sandler probably outside of Joaquin has my because favorite I performance feel like of the year. Christian Bale is Christian Bale. Like you already expect the greatness from him. And yeah. like he's pretty like I don't know that Christian Bale has really in recent terms done anything where he's been bad. That's not really not. He's just he so consistent. Projects, yeah. he's a, he's that's consistent. why I, I, th- I say he's very underrated. Yeah, I agree completely. Because no one ever talks about how consistently great he is. Yeah. And people still think, I mean, oh, that's Batman. I'm like, no, he's Batman. so much more it's than so Batman. Much more Batman. Like him, if, even him in Prestige. Jeez. <laughs> so good. All right. So that pretty much wraps up our talk until the new year when the Oscar nominations are almost here and I could tell you bro, we'll cry yeah. or be happy crazy season crazy season so far so let's get into our Christmas to Jace top 10 this one was I was it hard for you interesting it was interesting that's a good one that's a that's a good one to say so I'll kick it off with my 10 through 5 so my number 10 and Leo's probably going to be like <laughs> why is it so low I have Edward Scissorhands as my number uh. 10 what? Uh, I like at least it's on your list, but uh. oh, I'm not gonna lie. The reason it's on my list is because I really couldn't find anything else. God damn you! No, it's it's it. I like Edward Scissorhands just fine. Don't get me wrong. So just before I get too crazy, they're not gonna spoil the list completely. If you put Iron Man three above Edward Scissorhands, so I swear mad, to Sue. God, David, you're gonna be so mad. Sue. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be so mad. Um, my number nine is Die Hard two. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. I yeah. thought you were going to get on me for that no, one. No, no. Look, I, I'll be honest. This was one of, like, for me, one of the more fun lists. Yeah. Because, like, I felt like I all think all the movies different. were amazing. Yeah. They were so well, much fun. That far. You had the other problem. You're like, you thought all the movies were trash. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, my number eight is Iron Man 3. Ugh. Listen, when I first saw Iron Man 3, I didn't really like it. But then I started seeing more Shane Black films, and I realized the type of filmmaker he is. And a couple of years ago, I rewatched Iron Man 3, and I'm like, oh, this is just a Shane Black movie. That's probably why he really... It, it's not like any other Marvel movie. It's not like any other Marvel movie. You're right. Most Marvel movies don't destroy the origin of the main villain. Well, 
I can't I can't argue with you on that. <laughs> um, my number seven is one that Jenny put on put me onto the shop around the corner. Ooh. Fun fact, that is kind of what it not kind of, it's what brought you got mail. So it's kind of a remake of You Got Mail is a remake of A Shop Around the Corner. A Shop Around the Corner with Jimmy Stewart and Margaret Sullivan. Oh, yeah. I feel like I want to watch this. It's really, really solid. And it's really good. So from 1940. Yes. Nice. My number six, I did not know. And Jenny may not even know this either. I did not know it was a Christmas movie. Well, not a Christmas movie. It takes place during Christmas time until I started working on this list. Number six is The Apartment. Yeah, so I didn't realize it was either when I was making this list, and then I realized, and I had it on my list, but I actually the ended up taking it off. The apartment is perfection. And Billy Wilder. Billy Wilder, directed. one of my favorite directors. Okay, it's with Jack Lemmon and nineteen sixty. Fred McMurray, right? Yep, Fred McMurray, Shirley MacLaine. Wow. Don't forget her. Wow. So it, it it takes place during the season, but you know, I was like enough. Because I wasn't going to cheat on this list, BT-dub. Okay. I was like, should I put Harry Potter in the list? Because Christmas is in every one of these movies. Yeah. But I didn't want to cheat. There's also 72 I, movies, so it's hard to not hit Christmas. But, so yeah. I didn't want to <laughs> cheat on that. But The Apartment, okay. a Best Picture winner as well. Definitely recommend it if you guys haven't checked I'm it out. I'm shocked it's number six because it has so many good things to it. I would have thought you would have put that as your number one. No, you'll see what okay. my number one is. Top All right. five, baby. Leo, go ahead. Ten through All five. Right. So I mean, ten. ten through six. So my honorable mention. You have an honorable mention? I do have an honorable mention. It's funny. My honorable mention is uh, is a movie that I told David I was going to cheat with. Um, Catch Me If You Can. So Catch Me If You Can. That's a good cheat because that movie. Technically, yeah, that, yes, That's a good take, cheat. The whole movie doesn't take place during Christmas, but all big plot development between both is, characters yeah. always happened on Christmas. What was the main point that you said? That uh, he always calls him on he Christmas. He always calls him on Christmas. Yeah, he always calls him. They always had a conversation on it, and it was at the very end of the movie when he gets arrested on that day. Mm-hmm. But that was my honorable mention. I wasn't going to cheat. Babe. I would have cheated with that one. Because <laughs> catch, catch Me If You and Can, BT Dub, is the first Leo movie, because I didn't see uh, Eating Gilbert Great till later okay. on in life, that I was like, oh, Leo's actually a he good actor. Act. He can act, yeah. No, the, the reason I didn't want to cheat, though, is because the rest of the 10 movies here, I thoroughly oh also my God. enjoy. Go ahead. So my number 10. It's orgies, baby. Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut so is my number ten. I haven't, I haven't seen it. That's one of the. I actually haven't, I haven't seen, seen Eyes Wide Shut, it's and like, I own it. So and I, haven't seen it. I only know like the it's little key thing. Kubrick's. But. It's 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 awesome. It's an awesome movie, not just for like the whatever the taboo things about it. Yeah, it's a really smart film. A lot of sex. Um, a lot of not even as much as you would think, but it's it's just psychologically, it's really Does it's it a, it's a Kubrick movie. All take place at Christmas. Yeah, actually. All right, go um, ahead. Trading Places is my number nine. Ugh. Ugh. My number eight is an actual good Shane Black film. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. Oh, that's a good movie. Good job. My number seven. And now we get into like the actual cheesy stuff. Oh, my stuff. God. Number seven, Lethal Weapon. That's not cheesy. Well, does it really take place during Christmas? during Christmas? I didn't even remember until I started like doing research for it. Oh, so like, Edward Scissorhands may have to get off this list now. Uh, okay, no. <laughs> number six. <laughs> my number six is actually Die Hard One. Die Hard One is it's my number. So low is my number six. No, don't get me wrong. Like, oh well, yeah, you is, have the hot garbage coming. It I is forgot. The, <laughs> it is the quintessential. This is. Uh, I think you said it's called. Uh, a, a, a Jace, right? Christmas, Christmas Jace. Jace. Yeah. If anyone talks about Christmas of Jace, they always go Die Hard as their like yeah. quintessential film. Agreed. Um, 
and it it's it's an it's an incredibly awesome action yeah. movie. It really one is. of the best. Um, but yeah, for me, it's my number six. I right. have a feeling serendipity's higher. Yeah, <laughs> I, I already brought the dumpster out, guys. So when these, this hot garbage starts coming out, we could just dump it in the trash. Um, go ahead, Rye. All right, my honorable mentions are all the Harry Potters. <laughs> um, my number ten is Just Friends with uh, Ryan Reynolds. I'm not sure who knows that one. I've yeah. never seen it. Let me um, guess, right? It's a rom-com. No. Yes. A, is it a rom-com? It's a comedy. Yeah, it's more on the rom-com. Yeah, it's a comedy, well, but it's more on the romantic comedy yeah. side because for uh, it's pretty much he was the fat kid in the school. Then he got denied uh, by the hot girl that he had a crush on that he was friends with I think it's Amy the entire Smart, time. Right? The and then, I'm sorry? The actress is Amy Smart, I think, in the movie. Yeah, I, I can't remember either, but uh, I, think I think you're so. right, though. That sounds right. Um... And then, so he becomes a womanizer. Then she comes back around Christmas time, and so he's stuck between: Do I try to get back with her? Do I try to get with her now, or stick to my womanizing ways? I think if I remember the plot correctly. Um, number nine is Bad Santa. Okay. Um, oh wait, 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 Ryan. Technically, he's Santa Claus. So you think that's an actual yes. Christmas movie? Yes. Okay. All right, fine. I'm, I'm gonna renege you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no cheating, <dang>. but <laughs> no, it's not yeah. about Christmas. Although it takes place during Christmas, it's not about Christmas. It's about the heist. But the word Santa's in the title. I feel some type of well, way. Well, I can see Ryan's point though, because it's a right. It's not like I, a true Christmas movie. It's not it's traditional Christmas. Christmas. I took it's as traditional he, Christmas. I guess you're right because yeah. I have a I have a movie on there that's on. Ryan will allow. Go it. ahead. <laughs> yeah, you're going. All right, I'm going to need that. By the way, <laughs> Harley, baby Harley race in that movie is hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, number eight is The Wonderful Life. Okay. N- well number done. seven, Sound of Music. Sound of and Music takes s- place during Christmas? Yeah. Well, there, yeah, I've, it's a yeah there's parts that take place like Christmas. Christmas it's movie? Not, it's no. considered that. That was uh, so CBS. This is, yeah. yeah so so well, CBS started playing it like constantly every year just because it's a very like the, yeah. the value of it's family a, and, the song. and it's what not, you it's have not a Christmas movie. It's and everything not? but it's really not a Christmas not movie because I would have put this as my number one regardless if that it's just that a portion of it takes place at Christmas yeah. because this is like already when he's hit low and wow. that's the deadline okay. for the bank okay. and so you know I went off a list off the of internet I apologize <laughs> oh, alright right, go fantastic ahead fantastic pick Ryan um, my number f- uh, six is Gremlins it's so low. Nice. Right. Nice, right? Oh, no. I honestly only have only seen it twice in my life. Once when I was a kid and once this week. So it doesn't, like, resonate with me. And it was a good movie. Don't get me wrong, but, eh. Oh, right. You broke my heart. All right, go, Jen. Ten through six, please. Okay. No honorable mentions. Boo. My number ten is Die Hard. Nice. You're f- killing well me, Smalls. Well I done. love Die Hard, but I but love all these other movies. Better movies. Yeah, let's hear. Let's Die hear them. Rye, I feel. I wish you were here with me, so, we could, <laughs> so, I could, so you could deflect this hot garbage. With Number me. nine is Serendipity. Oh, such <laughs> garbage! Why is this so low? Because I have other ones I like more. You know what? I respect your game. Such though. trash. Go for it. I think I'll have a few more that Leo might like. Hot garbage. Number uh, eight is Batman Returns. Okay, I'm. I'm still. You know what? I'm cool with it. Go ahead, Jennifer. <laughs> this might spark a divorce. I, well, Batman <laughs> is always like because I feel like at the time I really like this was the first movie I saw this movie in theaters when I was a kid. Oh, Batman Returns. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like for me, like this is my 
this is sort of my Batman. Yeah. So like I've seen this movie a million times. I would say I probably saw Batman Returns more than I actually saw Batman, at least until yeah. I started dating David. And now <laughs> I've seen Batman like. <laughs> now I memorized Batman. <laughs> um, and then number seven is Home Alone 2. Ooh. Lost in New York. Yes, because I love the New York City scape. Home Alone? Grew up Isn't here. that a normal Christmas movie? That is yeah, a normal Home Alone Christmas, is a Christmas movie. movie. No, Home Alone is takes, a Christmas it movie. It takes place at Christmas, but it's not about Christmas. Is it about the It's all about Christmas. Family? It's about family during Christmas and trying to be together, especially the first one. The but, second one's about accepting one another, like Christmas. he does with the bird lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anyone of our listeners that didn't know what the movie was about, Spoilers. I love. <laughs> uh, yo, you crack You've me up right time. now when you're like the bird lady. <laughs> no, it takes place at Christmas, but it's not really Christmas. It's not about Santa. It's not about like huh. back. It uh, takes place I, I, at. We Christmas. should discuss so, the parameters yeah, of our list from now on. Yeah, we should. <laughs> for, for next year, let's let's figure out what we mean let's when do we that. say things. All right, go ahead. I stand by it. Anyway, the New York cityscape. New York in itself is a character for for this. The Plaza Hotel, like everything's so iconic. Yeah, true. Anyway, my number six, Love Actually. Woof. So good. All right, you're breaking my heart now. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> what is... But you like Love what? Actually. Why do you love movies about that accepts <laughs> cheating? Because <laughs> oh every, everyone fucking cheats on each other in this movie. All right. And you guys no, love the movie? No, they don't. What do you mean? Um, Someone needs to watch it again. Rick Grimes <laughs> I will and the other chick. You. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Lincoln is his name. Yeah, Rick Grimes. And Kieran Knightley. <laughs> yeah, and... Okay, she doesn't cheat no on him. She gives the cheating. friend a kiss. Like, That's okay, right? Well, Uh-oh. no, it's not okay. Oh no, no, no! no but you're ex- but you're making it okay. <laughs> she kisses him on the cheek, and then the she doesn't kiss him on the lips. I think wasn't Lee yeah, and Liam Neeson and Liam Neeson's oh. cheating on his wife too. Everyone's cheating on each no, other. No, Liam Neeson's wife died. Yeah, no, his Liam wife Neeson is played by Claudia Schiffer. Oh my god! Then who's the, about, um, the British guy? Was the, it the British guy? Uh, the, uh, oh. the Snape, 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 Snape. Oh, yeah, Hans Gruber. Snape. Yeah, Hans Gruber. He's cheating on his wife. Well, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Obviously. Love actually deals with cheating. But I do love the the scene where like they use the Joni Mitchell Stace, song. It's very strong. If you're listening, this is what I have to deal with. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that was my six through ten. All Move right. on. All righty. So, and I thought my technical difficulties were as bad. <laughs> <laughs> so my number five is a movie that was just re-released for the third time this week. Um, Black Christmas, and I'm not talking about. The hot garbage one. No, you're not talking about the remake. I'm or talking the about remake the original. The remake. But if we're going to talk about the... I just want to make something real quick. I saw it, and the movie has nothing to do with the original. There's literally no tropes from the original outside of it dealing with sorority. movie is awful. One of the worst of the year. Don't watch it, and I hope it flops. So in, ter- <laughs> in terms of... That's this, how you really feel. Yeah, in terms of this Black Christmas, I think it's one of the best horror movies of all time. And one of the... Best Chris, well, the best Christmas horror movie of all time because I think this started a precedent with like uh, the Krampus. <laughs> I like Krampus. I actually do like Krampus. Uh, silent. Uh, a lot of Christmas horror movies gotcha. were released after Black Christmas, and I know we weren't doing favorite scenes, but I did want to mention that there is a scene that I um, that's classic. Yes, it is the scene towards the end of the movie where she's on the phone with the cops, and the cops are tracing the call. And the and they're like the calls coming from inside that the house. house yeah. That scene is oh. fantastic. You when didn't know that was that? I didn't know. No, it, that's yeah. not from when a stranger calls. It's not about Black Christmas. Oh yeah, but when a stranger calls, did that first? No, because Black Christmas came out first. Did it? That's interesting. 
Double uh, check that. So Fact check. my number four is Batman Returns. Ah, uh, okay. Now we're boys again. We're good. We're cool. We're good. I love so, you. <laughs> um, I'm surprised, and this is like you mentioned Die Hard before, that this doesn't get the Die Hard love. Right? Because this literally is yes. Christmas all over the place throughout the entire movie. Yes. All right. It came out. Maybe the comic book thing. Maybe more people before. think of it. It's a comic book movie yeah. more than it's a Christmas movie. But, but yeah, like, right. You agree on that? Oh, yeah. No. Trust like, me. I feel You're, like every, I, watch talking it, about... I watch it a lot and I'm like, well, Christmas is like all over the place here. But yeah, oh, yeah. so that's my number four. My number three is Die Hard. Okay. It is the quintessential, like you said, yes. Christmas and Jace movie. Um, one of the best action movies of the eight. Probably the best action movie of the 80s. Actually had a good plot. Yeah, yeah, a solid plot. Yeah. Great. It's not blood sport. Um, Yo, you can't say that if you haven't watched I know. it. I'm totally trolling. Blood sport is incredible. <laughs> and then my number two is Gremlins. Nice. Sorry, Rye. Gremlins is fantastic. No, no. And I, it, like I said, it's a really great movie. It's just it didn't resonate for me. I think it's just because I didn't watch like, it as often. You don't like cute things like Gizmo? Oh, no, Gizmo was adorable. I mean, it's no Baby Yoda, oh. but I mean, he's cute. Whoa, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, Gizmo's cute, but Baby and Yoda's I, and I live right with now. my very own little gremlin right here. <laughs> oh, who loves cheating movies? No, nope. oh my <laughs> lord, Ryan, yo, Ryan. nobody yo. knows why you say that gremlin. Relax thing on that. About me? Oh. No, he explained it. He explained it on air. Oh, he did. did. Oh, he explained it on air. Then he explained oh. it to me again. At the party. I, I think to Stacy. <laughs> At the Stacy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's Whatever. my number two. Gremlins. Go ahead. All right. Leo. So let me preface the reason some movies were so lower and these movies are higher. It comes Be- down <laughs> it comes down straight up because when Christmas comes, I need to watch these BT dub. When you preface the hot garbage that's coming, you know it's hot garbage. <laughs> it's, it's, it, well, to me, this hot garbage. <laughs> no, because is... everyone has to justify themselves to you. Yeah, right? No, they um, don't. Go to ahead. me, to me, this hot garbage signifies it's Christmas, and I need to Cheating. watch. I need to watch these five movies. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. My, it's not cheating. My You're number, tarnishing a lot. My, my number five, Gremlins. Oh, high five! Okay, let's go. Let's see. We're my good. Num- We're good. My, yeah. My number four. Any other reasons outside of what I? Oh uh, no. So you know, it's 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 it is one of those movies that's like it's it does make you feel like cute. Like it was. It a, is. Not for nothing, for the t- for a kid, I think it's a scary movie. It's a dark movie. It's a really dark movie. As part yeah. two, like camps it up. <laughs> I love part two, but I'm just no, no. Saying, you're right. It's actually you're pretty dark. Right. Um, yeah, my number four is Serendipity. <clears throat> ah, so See? that's that's so why I'm like, good. I'm like, oh, it's so low. Like for me, Serendipity is my number. So four. guys, if you want to know you. how love really works <laughs> and how relationships really work, don't watch Serendipity. So it's not a Serendipity uh, is also a very New York movie. Yeah. Just so you know, New York is pretty much a character. Look, in this I'm not movie saying too. like for you. I, for I, I, Jenny's right. I like the character of New York City than <laughs> anyone Stop. else in that movie. So you know what my favorite character in Serendipity is? My favorite character in New York it's, City. It's, it's Jeremy Piven. Jeremy oh, Piven's yeah, character he's Ari. is my favorite character in Serendipity. Good. Because like when I saw it with Jenny, I'm like, oh, it's Ari. <laughs> it's Ari. Yeah, no, like, look, serendipity, I get it. That's not how actual love is. I get that soulmates aren't whatever. To me, though, it's really nice to think that that is a concept of love that a lot of people do resonate with. My number three. And the the snap really happened. My number three, (laughs) Batman Returns. Yes, let's go. Yeah, uh, same as David mentioned. Like it's, it's. I'm, I'm bummed out that it's not more recognizable as like a Christmas movie, but it's amazing. Lee, I just thought of this. So you want to know why I think more of it as a Christmas movie 
that I thought it would be more recognized as a Christmas movie because it's snowing like the whole movie. It is, and like the, and the Ice Princess at the top that fall. Like I mean, come on, the people. worst female character in Batman history. Yeah, and that's with Doctor Chase Meridian, <laughs> her obsession with bats. Oh. All right, um, go ahead. So my number two, number one, it's it's so embarrassing because they're both. In David's eyes, terrible movies. I don't think Edward Scissorhands okay. is a terrible movie. I couldn't I, pick it's out. On my, it's on my ten. I couldn't pick out where to put it. I, I couldn't pick out which I wanted more, which one I loved more, which one means more. You, you love, my number two. You love how I predicted it. Yeah, that, it, it, it is Edward Scissorhands. My right? number two is Edward Scissorhands. Oh yeah. God, my I number two is Edward Scissorhands. Right. Yeah, and then go ahead, Rye. Um, my number five is Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, my number four is Iron Man 3. There you ah. go. There you go, Ryan. <laughs> my number three is Die Hard. Okay. And my number two, I know I'm pushing my luck here, but if Jenny can have Home Alone, I can have Nightmare Before Christmas. No, that, oh, oh, that counts. Nice one. I, Home Alone 2 counts, I'm Ryan. Not... <laughs> I'm going to send you some articles later. Ryan. It counts. And Ryan. anyway, Nightmare Before Christmas counts because it takes place... In Halloween Town. Yeah, but it's during Only Christmas. Only one scene really it's is Christmas. It's not a Christmas movie. Uh, it technically is a Christmas movie. No, because it's he's, not. It's the nightmare. He's it's a nightmare wants before to bring Christmas. Christmas the holiday <laughs> to Halloween Town. Yes, but it's not. It's not. It takes place during Christmas. But Santa he wants Claus. to literally bring an entire holiday. And there is Santa Claus involved. And but Santa, Santa, Santa But there Claus. are other Santa holidays Claus. in that movie, too. Because when you go, you can travel and you can go get. He got the Easter Bunny. And you can go. Easter Bunny. Get, it's an Easter movie. That's a good one. Well, then there you go. All right, go ahead, Jennifer. <laughs> it's my number two, Nightmare Before you, Christmas. This has been the most contentious <laughs> know, list right? we've ever had. <laughs> a fun one, though. Go ahead. So number five, While You Were Sleeping. Ooh. So good. That's during Christmas? It's during Christmas. How did I miss that? It's during Christmas. Sure, why not? Oh. Rom-com. I can't Bill even Pullman, shit on it. Because Sandra Bullock. Peter Gallagher. Well done. Actually, has a really good cast. I can't Early shit on Sandra it. Early Sandra Bullock. It. It's really good. You gotta see it. It's oh. on Netflix, I think. It. I'm not going to see it. You should um, see it. No, I'm good. It's good. It's so I'd ra- good. I'd Takes place in Chicago. Well done, Jenny. Well done. Rom-com. Uh, my number four is... I actually had this originally... As number three, but now I changed it because I realized that I really do love it a lot more. So number four is You Got Mail. Oh, wow. Over there oh, Christmas okay. movies? That takes what? place during Christmas. Remember, also, The Shop Around the Corner holy is... Shoot. And around, then my this number three is, just... is The Shop Around the Corner. Yeah, you, uh, Jim, Jimmy love, Stewart. Like, over. that was the original one, and then that one is actually where they're pen pals. Like, they're handwriting, they're leaving notes in, like, an actual, like, post oh, office box awesome. they're pen pals like they discovered each other through a newspaper it's very old school and then they did another remake with judy garland um i think it's called in the summertime and i think it's with van johnson wow. and they did that where it's a very similar thing but that was in i think the <clears throat> late 50s and then they made you got mail which was updated to our aol email. dial-up yeah. and email so i just love the way that it's always been able to like sort of transition but still like um, have some callbacks to the original. Jeez. So the shop around the corner is really, really good. Um, they actually work in a department store, so it's not like a children's bookstore like in You Got Mail. Um, but it, it's good. It's really good performances. No, I, I could so definitely understand your that list. That was though. my three and four. And then my number two is another Jimmy Stewart movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Because okay. it takes place Fair. during, during Christmas, Christmas, but it's not. And it's such a, it's such a strong movie, and I think it – was something that became a lot bigger than they originally thought it yeah. would be. Um, and it resonated and with people a lot. And I think 
the issues that they deal that George Bailey deals with and everything like no matter that the movie was made such a long time ago anyone now yeah. regardless of technology regardless of you know any modern advancements like you it's still to the core that you know um no one is a failure who has friends or it's just it's just great great movie yeah and I then mean, you could kick off the number ones i can kick off the number ones yeah Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so number one. I know what it is. And this is going to be like David's argument, I but what it's it is. not. And no one here has ever seen wait, it. Wait, wait, so guys. I can I ask you a question before Jen no, says no, 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 it? No, no, no. Don't I mean, I'm, I'm, okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm still very bummed out that I didn't recognize It's a Wonderful Life as yeah. Ed Chase and that not should be, regular. Because that would be number one for everybody's list. Except Jenny, because she wants. So, speaking of like. My number hold on, one. I should, got to, I should got to open the try. No. My number one. If you say Iron Man 3, Jenny, no. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> My number one is. Come on, three. <laughs> a Smoky Mountain Christmas. Directed by Henry Winkler. Hold it's on. a TV movie. Go ahead. Hold Still on. Counts. Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Directed by Go ahead, Leo. Henry I'll let you handle Winkler, this one. Hold on. Let her finish. Starring Dolly Parton and Lee Majors. He's terrible. And it it's is a so fantastic bad. movie. So While bad. Christmas is in the title, yes! it is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> I will I lend it to you, Leo. I have it on a bootleg DVD. <laughs> you do want to see it. It's great. There's like goblins or some shit in it. It takes place <laughs> during Christmas. She's basically this like, she's really not so much a country singer, but more like a rock singer and she just like tired of like being on tour and doing all this and she wants to escape and she goes to the Smoky Mountains okay. which is actually Do or where Dolly Parton originally grew up in Tennessee Pigeon Forge Tennessee and so she like kind of wants to escape she wants to go to a cabin she wants to escape and get away from everyone including her publicist who's plant played by um Dan Hedaya who you know him like he's always a, the dad from Clueless oh yeah well done so he uh, basically she, you know, she escapes. And when she goes to this cabin, she discovers that there have been orphans living there, like this group of, you know, obviously brothers and sisters. But like it's like six of them. And so she sort of like doesn't you know, she doesn't call the police and she just lets them kind of stay there with her in the meantime while they figure out what to do next. And Lee Majors plays this mountain man who comes in. And then there's this like witchy woman in the thing that just hates that like Dolly Parton has come into town and she's like more beautiful than her. And so she's like, her name is actually Jezebel. And so it's just like this whole thing. So it's really not a Christmas movie. It just takes place at Christmas because she wants to escape for the holiday. And so that is a Smoky Mountain Christmas and it's fantastic. Right. And it has very, it has two really great songs um, one of them is I'd like to spend Christmas with Santa and then another one is another one. Okay, but it doesn't matter because it's, hey, it's Leo. she's all singing right, it because right. it's this around it. Christmas time, but it is not a Christmas movie. Here's the, 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 the straight up fact is Jenny's list is like my spirit animal. So I'm, <laughs> I'm letting her get away with murder with whatever she wants. Right. I, 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 I trust no her completely. No one that hasn't seen it, sometimes they play it. it on the country music television channel, CMT for anyone. And you can buy a bootleg version of the DVD, but I also have it signed by Lee Majors, who was not so nice meeting in person. But if I ever meet Dolly, I will get her to sign it. All right. Okay. Uh, Ryan, go ahead. Ryan. Did We've Ryan? lost. I think Ryan, Ryan, Ryan hated Ryan. Jenny's oh, number right one so much. 
Ryan's so upset that he's like, I'm done. I'm done. I think I no, killed. No, no, no. I think I, I had Ryan. Nightmare Before Christmas as number two, so I'll let that. I'll let her slide. Oh right, uh, no, my number one is Batman Returns. It's okay. I watch it every year. I love it. It's my Christmas movies. Uh, love it, the fact. All it's missing is Batman punching Santa. Is yes. all it's missing. <laughs> Why would you want Batman to punch Santa? I don't know. Just... And you love the fact that at the end of Batman Returns, he rips off his cowl like ricotta cheese. <laughs> like rubber. It's like completely yeah, rubber. I mean, because everyone needs to know that Bruce Wayne's Batman in all of sure. Tim Burton's movies. And the fact Let's that. Let's not forget Christopher Walken. Yes, he's great too. And the fact that oh, yeah. um, his makeup is gone when he rips off the mask. The eyes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you know. I love you. We're back with romance. Probably there you go. Back. All right, what's your number one? Uh, my number one, considering all the hot garbage that has come before it, is Love Actually. <laughs> oh, more hot garbage. Such... Love Actually. Love Actually. <laughs> like a, is I, I feel like Ryan one. and I save this list. <laughs> wow, that's the first time I'm on the good part of the list. <laughs> I made the nice list for Christmas. <laughs> Look, regardless of what you mentioned as far as cheating is concerned, Love Actually is... Is, is there not? It's, it's Love Actually focuses so, on you appreciating what you have, appreciating the people around you. And if and, you don't cheat on them. And look, man, people make mistakes. I'm not condoning cheating, but at the end of the day, the message of this movie is a beautiful message. And shout, shout out to our boy Kevin for liking a movie. Wow, because like he always says he hates Pim and Jam and uh, Jim and Pam. He doesn't like them as a couple. He because hates the way they got together. He yeah. hates the way they got together for cheating. Yeah, for the way that you know she cheated on Roy. But like he's like all in on Love Actually. Well, the thing that the cool thing about Love Actually, and this is the reason I think that most people should love like Love Actually, is there's so many different storylines. You can't not find one storyline that you sympathize with. If you f- somehow go through that movie. And don't connect to any characters whatsoever. I have very much a lot of sadness for you. I'm, I Let's go watch any, Love Actually. I don't have it. any sadness for him because <laughs> I don't have to watch that movie ever again. Either way, for me, that's my number one. <laughs> All righty. So and then my number one, it's it's A Wonderful Life. Nice. Um, nice. For many reasons. I Jenny's the one that introduced me to it the, uh, when we First two, started dating. two months after we started dating. And we went to... I think actually we went to see it at the IFC, IFC. theater. IFC. So we saw it at IFC and I was... I was very, very much blown away. It hits. It hit. It. I. It gave me the like. I teared up at oh, the yeah. end. Where it's, it's an almost an eighty year old movie. You can. You'll be fine. Um, where they everyone's bringing him the money mm-hmm. towards the end. I'm like, oh my god! Like for someone that never thought that anyone cared about him, look at everyone that does care about him. And it has one of the worst, well, best villains ever. Mister Potter is. <laughs> If you really Who's watch that movie, played by Lionel Barrymore. At least the, some the Barrymore clan has some good actors. I believe he is actors. the great uncle to <laughs> Barrymore. Um. So yeah, like I, I found him to be s- such a terror. Like, how he treats George and how. Yeah. He, every time I watch it, it angers me when he loses that. When well, who was he? he? Is lo- his uncle? His or? uncle. Yeah. When his uncle loses that money at just, the bank, every and like time Potter I watch finds it, it and I'm, never tells him. I'm like, yo, just pick it off. You're right there, right there. And fun fact, uh, the line that George tells Mary was in our our wedding vows. Oh, it was. Jenny doesn't remember. Yes, I do. <laughs> I thought, no, I thought you were going to explain where in the movie for someone that maybe it hasn't is, seen it. There are people that haven't that, seen it. It is after they both fall in the pool. Yeah. On their, was it their high school reunion? It was the, um, I think it was the senior prom. And he actually just went back to chaperone or yeah. hang out. So, but he ended he up meeting graduated. Mary and he tells her, go ahead. 
I'm not going to quote wow. it. Come on, quote it. No, David's you quote quizzing it. Jenny. You don't remember. You put me the- on the spot. Oh, I'm not going to do it well. Just do it. No, you want the moon, Mary? I'll give you the moon. Uh, I'll, throw, mo- I'll throw a lasso yeah. and grab the moon for you. And fun fact, there is a spot. It's a Wonderful Life poster as we walk up our stairs. So movie's yeah. very important to us. Look, yeah. And it hits both lists. It's in my favorite Christmas movies of all time, and it's in my number one Christmas to Jace. Had I known it wasn't, had I known it wasn't Christmas, it would completely bump everything down to number one. Yeah, Undeniably it's, it's number one. It's such a one. great movie, and it's... I've seen many Jimmy Stewart movies because he's one of Hitchcock's go-tos, but that was actually the first time I had seen It's a Wonderful Life. Damn. So, and it's it, it's already my number two. It's my number two Christmas movie of all time. Nice. So, so that pretty much wraps everything up. We yeah. end on a high note of It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, because we can all agree <laughs> that movie was incredible. Exactly. So, yeah. so we'll be back January first, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. A new decade. Happy New Year. So much Marvel stuff. Happy to watch. holiday holidays. <laughs> we'll be back with our best of the decade, worst of the decade. Thank best. you for listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah, Thank you for Thank subscribing. You for Thank you for all the great reviews in twenty. 19 tell your friends tell your enemies (laughs) we're here (laughs) all right guys see you in 2020